0: Hey everyone, we're back here live at RSA Conference. We're in a broadcast alley in Moscone West, just grabbing some friends. Walking around though, well we had a schedule, some stuff. But you know, one of the things we wanted to do live this week is a live RSA, a live at RSA version of our DevOps Unbound video series. And just a quick shout out to our friends at Tricentis, continuous testing leaders, dynamic testing, for sponsoring Unbound. But they're not here, they're, it's RSA. But we are lucky to have who is here and let me introduce you to them. To my immediate right is Jennifer Ciapleski. Jennifer, if you've never seen her present, is, is a DevSecOps rock star. And she presented yesterday at our DevOps DevSecOps Day event here at RSA and really laid out the success. And it's not all success, let's not, Sugarcoat things it's hard, but the program that she's led at, at, at Target and and a lot of the progress they've made and it's phenomenal And what's even more phenomenal is that she's able to share that with? Uh, with you our audience so that by the way if you weren't here live for that we did record it You'll check it out, but Jennifer is joining us today to Jennifer's right is if you're a security person, he needs, this guy needs no introduction, but I'm gonna do it anyway, I'll embarrass him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to embarrass Ira, but uh, <laughs> my, friend, really? my friend Ira is one of the most renowned security researchers, authors, he works, he's worked for various companies, he's here keynoting, he's actually on his way into a keynote and we pulled him off, off the floor, right? Literally, him. Uh, <laughs> We snagged him. He's hooked up, and he's here to talk. Ira, welcome. Thanks for having me. And then Ira's right, of course, my co-host for Security Unbound, my partner, CTO here at TechStrong Group, Mitchell Ashley. Mitchell, thanks for coming on. Always, you bet. And and let's jump right into it, because everyone's Mm -hmm. pressed for time. Mm -hmm. So, DevSecOps. Mm -hmm. Jennifer, the very first time you presented at our DevSecOps thing, I think the jury was still out on... Is it a thing? Is it real? Can developers work with security, right? Can we stop stupid, in Ira's language, right? <laughs> um, but it's, as you showed yesterday, we've made real progress. Right, we have, off camera here is our friend Rich Mogul from Firemon. you can't see him. You know, Rich has been working this problem for six or seven years too with DisruptOps. Um, how, how do you get developers to be smart about security. How do we, and it's not that developers aren't smart, let's be clear, developers are smart, but how do we get them caring about security? How do we get them involved mm-hmm. there? Um, Jennifer, I'm gonna let you kick it off.
1: Yeah, well, I think the question being, can we work together, is we can and we must. I really think it's the best way to solve some of the security problems that we're facing, and so the way that we've approached developer partnership is, The fundamental belief that developers want to build secure applications. They want to. So we are here to equip and enable them to build so in a way that is easy for them to do, easy for them to understand what good security looks like, easy for them to measure when they've done it successfully.
2: Excellent. Ira, thoughts? So, uh, what she said is like critical. You must. And one of the problems I keep telling people in cybersecurity as a whole is basically when everything's a should, you should all over yourself. And the problem is when you look at DevSecOps, security should be embedded Mm. in everything because you don't want to, there's the old expression, building it in instead of bolting it on. Mm -hmm. That was back in the 90s. Mm. Yep. And with DevSecOps, the problem is in the whole development organization, this even goes back to schools, where you have people teaching software engineering, mm. but why isn't secure software engineering embedded in software engineering? Why isn't security embedded in database management courses? With well, oh, we have a separate course on that. You should it, there should not be a separate course. Mm. There should always be security embedded in it. And saying that we're going to constantly you know have a cycle of DevOps where we're taking software, writing it, and pushing it out as we're writing it to have constant latest greatest without having security in is like and it should be a should no again you're going to should all over your customers right you know whoever uses this and you've got to make sure that security is embedded and that has to be a must Mm -hmm. that has to be You know, it's like people say, don't, well, you can't force people. You should force people into making sure security is embedded. And if they want to go ahead and do this CI, CD, sorry, more acronyms, but CI, CD and constantly pushing out updates, you need to go ahead and ensure security is embedded as a, not a a bolt-on, but something that all the security developers are aware of, integrate into their process and make sure it's there from the start not as an afterthought you
3: know we had uh, Allison Miller here yesterday for CISO talk and we were discussing her particular background she's the CISO with Reddit and she has a product management software security my perspective is I agree with what we said I think the other part of it, it isn't just embedding security people into software mm. it's helping security people understand enough about software, learn enough, you don't have to be developers, but know about software architecture. Why is cloud native? What are the issues around securing that? What do we need to know? API security, it's not just another protocol to protect. What about is APIs and their growth and how we're using them and how applications are built that are relevant? So I think there's a complement to both. It's let's embed some software knowledge into security engines, you don't have to be experts, but just same way with security well, people.
2: Yeah, because I mean, going back on something, everybody, you know, people get mad at me when I say cybersecurity is generally not an entry-level position. Because I don't look at, you know, I mean, securing something is important, but for example, you don't want to have somebody who's never administered a system be responsible for security of that system. Mm -hmm. You know, the best people I've ever seen who are security people have worked as admins on systems and taking it that way. And likewise, you know, I think we should be pulling these software developers and saying, you've been a great software developer. Now let's have you learn some of the nuances of security. And that's that's the key fact. A lot of security is a nuance of the, whatever the job is. Secure data, I guess, whoever, I don't know anybody doing database management as their job title anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> but, that's my failing, but you know, embedding security like here's how you tested the security of a database that should be again somebody who's been a database administrator knows the ins and outs somebody who can speak the language of that person and the problem when you say security should be entry level is that you're taking away the the ability to speak the language walking in Because you do need to influence people to be more secure, but you can't influence them if you don't have the trust. And that's a critical aspect that people are missing. And same thing with DevOps. It would be great to take DevOps people and then give them the security nuances so they can go back and integrate that all together.
1: I can build on that. So um, when we were at Target, I have a team of folks who are working in DevSecOps. Half of them are developers who just happen to be working in security, that's, just like there could be developers who happen agree. to be working on a supply chain product. And so yeah. being able to have that translation and really understand how to speak with our customers. Unfortunately, those are rare great. birds yeah. who
0: are tough to keep in the cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, because they're in high demand. But here's, here's the real issue, and I'm listening to all yeah. three of you. DevSecOps, or whatever you want to call building security into your development process, It cannot be optional. Mm -hmm. It can't be, oh, I want to be one of the cool kids on the block and maybe do that. Or I I think we should do that. No, it's not should. It's not cool. It's a necessity. It's a mandatory. It's not optional. Mm -hmm. And until we recognize that, you're going to have some people who do it, right? Like you're, you're doing with your target team and other companies we see. And you're gonna have a lot of people who don't, because if it's an option, you know, nice to haves never mm-hmm. win. No. It
2: has to be a must-have. Mm-hmm. Now I guess security. I mean, at, sorry, I'm taking this up a little bit higher. Go ahead. But security people, we are such losers. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> right, Ira, we're at a security conference. We're at a security
2: conference, <laughs> but we tend to be like you know, my focus has been on the human aspect, right? And we're like, you know, I listen to the people in the awareness, we want to empower the users, we want to give the, but if a user does, I mean think about it this way, if you are a, if a CFO ever walked into a board meeting and said, you know, we lost 40 million dollars yesterday, but you know, it was a user, they made a mistake, we can't blame the user, the CEO would say, you're right, we can't blame the user, we blame you, because it's your responsibility for ensuring there are no 40 million dollar errors in the financial process. In cybersecurity, somebody ruins the network by downloading mail. It's like, oh, we can't blame the user and we can't blame me as the CISO and stuff like that. It's like it's a blameless is, culture. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a blameless culture. And the problem is we want to put responsibility where it belongs. I'm not saying you fire users for mistakes that are legitimate. But if you, for example, have blatant policy violations, you know, for example, somebody watches porn they are fired, no questions asked if they are detected. Somebody, however, downloads ransomware while trying to do things that spear are outside of policy something. Right. or something like that. It's like, well, no, if it, if it, if it is a spare phishing attack, you don't necessarily blame the user. Right. You kind of blame the organization around them for not saying, hey, what is this guy doing? We should have data leak prevention. We should have anti-malware and a whole bunch of other layers. But the question is, Do we take away our policies and procedures from people and not enforce them because, oh, we don't want to blame the user, when they're doing blatant violations of policy? If there's blatant violations, we need to hold them together. And going back to DevSecOps, there should be policies, procedures. There should be step-by-step guidelines and procedures in how you embed security into development And I'm not saying you blame them if there's vulnerabilities, because there's always no Basically, a vulnerability just happens to be a bug that creates security-related issues. And if there are vulnerabilities, that's fine. They happen as long as they adhere to our processes. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody embeds, going slightly off topic, but related, if somebody violates privacy in a bad way, the company could be fine depending where they are put out of business sorry i'm ranting i'll give other people No no up.
0: no it's all good by me <laughs> so look i i don't pretend to know everything about target's DevSecOps ops mm-hmm. program everything i've learned i've learned from watching mm-hmm. you present but i mean certainly you've taken this approach of of embedding the security into this DevOps team into Absolutely. the development teams as well. And and some of them are security people doing development, some of them are development people doing security. Mm-hmm. And it's that kind of cross pollination, if you will. Is it, I guess, I, I mean, it's not like we're breeding superhumans who are developers we're, and security we follow people. You. We know where you're going. But you know, it's that cross pollination that I think gets to the heart of where we need to be. We we, we, we are so we can't be so specialized look I just do development I can't worry about security right those, those kind because those kinds of people they're the first ones to go extinct mm-hmm. right when you're too specialized like well, that
2: so I'm just gonna sorry go no development person should say okay I I need to get my development out security's like good security or good development embeds security. Absolutely. I agree. And nobody, nobody should be out there in any other IT profession that doesn't think it's embedded. There was one time I was on a panel and this one panelist, he was from some managed security service provider. Not going to mention We're the name.
0: na- nameless. Right. No, okay. Nameless company. We, we don't want any and, privacy and this, violations either yeah, or lawsuits. And
2: this <laughs> oh. company and this company's tagline was security's not your job so let us do it mm. and this was a CISO mm. forum mm. and I have very little threshold for bullshit and <laughs> after the second time the guy said his company's tagline you know security's not your job so let us do it I was like in the first place we're at a CISO forum it literally is it's in their, their job. <laughs> job title <laughs> in the second place everybody has a security responsibility.
0: That's the key piece of this. Whether or not
2: they're the CISO or whatever, or they're
0: the developer. Yeah, Yeah. no, that—that's the key.
1: Um, The words that we use internally are security is a team sport, and I don't mean just me or just you or just your team, but like working collaboratively to make sure that we're building secure systems. We're doing all the things that people are saying to try to really embed it and make it the easiest way to do your development Mm -hmm. job is to do it securely.
2: Yeah, and just for example, I'm a. You know, I I like analogies. Let me use the analogy of a football team that just passed to mind. What happens you have on offense, you have the quarterback throw the ball, he throws an interception. Guys running back, you don't have the whole offense stop and say, oh, we're offense. That guy's running the ball. He's now on offense. I'm not defense. No, everybody all of a sudden shifts to the focus on where they need to. Well, hopefully they do. Right. Everybody (laughs) focuses. It's like, we got to tackle that guy. Whoever Agreed. it is. Even a kicker sometimes gives this half hearted attempt to tackle. But you know, you gotta make sure there's more that it's part of their job whether or not they want it to be. Agreed. Guys,
0: I wish we could talk all day here. But <laughs> we could go a long time. We could go a long time with this. I don't know how much time we have live. Okay, so we 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 have a few more minutes we could talk about. Jennifer, you're the DevSecOps expert here. I had an interesting conversation earlier with a, another security company that shall remain nameless, mm-hmm. and you know the whole shift left thing came mm-hmm. up, and I said, well, we can't shift left at the expense of shifting right, right? Because this is something I've observed just sitting in my seat here, which is. We put so much emphasis on, on doing better with secure, with developing secure code to the detriment of like our nuts and bolts security stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like the block and tackle, the stuff we've been doing. And that, you know, hopefully we do better all the time. And he looked at me like I had two heads, oh. right? <laughs> and um, I'm going to ask you because you're a DevSecOps leader. Yeah. What about the whole shift, right? What about, Um, let's not throw out the good stuff because we're concentrating on the new stuff.
1: I'm a big fan of shift everywhere. Okay. Um, Left is nice. If you find things earlier, they're cheaper to fix. Yep. Uh, You can, you know, more easily prevent things. But the way that I like to approach it is, you know, that infinity that we Mm -hmm. use for delivery, Mm -hmm. it's all of them. There has yeah. to be some sort of security um, capabilities mm-hmm. to look while you're developing code, while your build processes are executing, while you're running in production. Um, and so that's probably the right I, I like shift left. Hmm. But I really think it's gotta be everywhere. We
3: shift everywhere. Yeah. I think we substitute dump left for mm. shift left. Yeah. A lot oh. it. It's not about the the developers are gonna do all this for us. And and now we just like we said, we didn't need ops, now we don't need scale. That's all been disproven. That's not what it means, right? I do you
0: have an opinion?
2: I, surprisingly, <laughs> I do. Okay. Uh. So the whole concept of shift left is is almost offensive to me. Okay. And what I mean by that is, so here's the so shift left for those of you and and all of a sudden people made up this whole concept of shift left or they started adopting it. And they don't even understand where they adopted it from. Shift left is a military counterterrorism strategy where you have boom, and it's the science of boom. Boom is the point of an attack. Left, if you look at it on a timeline, sorry, you're looking at it this way. But left is on the timeline, the events that lead to the terrorist attack. And right of boom are the events that lead, are the response and reaction to it. And when I look at that and apply it to cybersecurity, we have protection, detection, and reaction. Some of the people have, well, protection, detection, reaction, response, resilience, whatever, it's still protection, detection, reaction. Left a boom, right a boom, boom. You know, Oh, sorry, left a boom, boom, right a boom. And when I hear people do this, statistically over time, I saw some vendor document that was unprotected on the internet, I'm not gonna name the vendor, but they did a comprehensive private study that found that 80% of budget is spent on protection, left a boom, already left a boom. Then they only spend 20% on detection and reaction. That's way too little. So to say fundamentally companies say shift left, it's like, guys, you've already wasted so much money on shift left to the detriment of, as she said, detection and reaction and constant improvement. And now the whole concept of moving it to DevOps, the fact, oh, well, now instead of having spending lots of money on prevention. on Well, no, yeah. in this case, like DevOps is kind of bad because it, the concept of shift left in <laughs> DevOps is bad because it's implying we didn't even think about security at the beginning. Wait, are you saying we did? No, uh, no, I'm not saying we did. I'm saying (laughs) it's acknowledging.
0: (laughs) Right, it's acknowledging. So, but uh, maybe it's time we acknowledge our past sins.
2: Right, but we have to start looking at it as a comprehensive way, saying, guys, why did we totally ignore security in the first place when it's the opposite of where security has been in our other actual cybersecurity disciplines, and now we're doing this like it's something special? Like it's a buzzword? It shouldn't be a buzzword. It should be, we are, I don't like shift left because it implies we need, as a buzzword, to encourage well, people to use a But this bullet, goes right? into
0: the whole DevSecOps thing. Yeah. Do we need a word, DevSecOps, or isn't it just DevOps mm. because security's part of it, and why only security people massaging their ego needed to put the sec between dev and Maybe ops? That's why we've had trouble there.
2: Finding it, right? Yeah, it was already there. It, it, it should have been there. It, but it hasn't wasn't. been okay. And but Fair the, yeah. whatever it takes to do it, I just don't like the. Bu- I don't like it. I don't like a good concept that should have been there in the first place as a buzzword. Yeah. And shift left is a marketing buzzword. Okay. That should be- but let
0: me back up. We are at RSA. <laughs> If there's ever been a place for security <laughs> yeah. buzzwords, yeah. <laughs> there's a new one every year. So this mm. year it's zero trust. Mm. How many times, if I had a drink for every time they, I've heard zero trust here, I'd be drunk all be day. would be pickled. Right? That, yeah. we, are a, we are an industry of buzzwords and shiny trinkets and have been for as long as I'm coming here.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing that we are. The problem is, what do we do in practice? So you want to say what we want to be. I, I want to say what we should stop and be doing now. Because good organizations like hers are doing it now. She has thought of this long before somebody came up with the concept of <laughs> shift left. Uh, if, I, you know, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right? She is doing everything and has been doing things right then somebody comes to me oh zero you know we have zero in the first place i don't think half the vendors who sell zero trust know that's, what it means that's but sure. why is
0: that change how many vendors sold NAC when we were doing that who and, knows
2: what it was but so anyway sorry we could go on forever yeah, no, i, I don't, but, I'm just like trying know, to problems
0: like, in security this is the problem in security Do it to ourselves yeah, yeah we you are. triggered
2: me i could be right
0: i triggered <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to trigger it <coughs> oh. guys we we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here but because we got to move on we've got people in the wings jennifer thank you so thank much. you for First having all, me thank you not only for being here but for all the years that you've presented mm-hmm. at our DevSecOps thing, mm-hmm. consistently people come mm-hmm. up to us and say, you know what? The woman from Target. Oh, that's great. She's a rock star. Oh, thank you. True. So you do. Yeah, it, you. it really is. And and I can't tell you thank you enough for that. Ira Winkler,
2: man, you're a gift.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know how to rant. What can I <laughs> say? You know, it runs. It, it's the and my p- books are good rants, too. Cheap plug. <laughs> Done it. <laughs> newest book? Security Awareness for Dummies. Absolutely. We, actually,
0: we did an interview on it recently, but check that out. Mitch, you want to take the last word?
3: Yeah, I, I think this is the debate. This mm. is the conversation we need, we must have, right, about how we take security seriously and not buzzword it to death mm.
2: and oh. market it to death. Let's get real. Let's get real about it. I would just, sorry, just, to, I don't think we're actually debating anything. No, I think we're all in violent I think agreement. we're all in violent this is agreement. This like The only thing we're doing is ranting about the the lunacy of buzzwords at this point. Mm. Yep. That's all the, right. That's what I was trying to say. My yep. answer, sorry, right?
0: <laughs> Many thanks to uh, Trisentis for sponsoring us on DevOps Unbound. We're live at RSA. We'll be back with DevOps Unbound, I guess, in about two weeks. But until then, we're going to take a little break now. We'll be back in a moment.